We want to mention there's a trigger warning this week. We'll be talking about weight, disordered eating, and body image in this episode. If you know this content is triggering for you, please do what is best for you, and we will see you in our next episode. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is Jen, and I am here with my friend and co-host, T. Perhaps there is nothing more complicated than a person's relationship with food. Eating may seem simple on the surface, but food carries so much weight in our personal lives. Pun intended. How do we, as 20-somethings who have both struggled with body image, deal with all the social issues around food? Well, today, we are going to talk about our experiences. Now, into the podcast. Hi, T. How's it going? Hey, Jen. Good. <laughs> we never talk like that. I don't know why I decided to start that way. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I'm like, what is that? Who is this person that is possessing me? Because that is not what I sound like. <laughs> channeling, channeling me. <laughs> channeling you don't even a, sound like that. No, channeling in Elwoods, honestly. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> and Elwoods is so not my personality. But I love Elwoods. No. She's great. <laughs> right. <laughs> So mm. how is it going? <laughs> Pretty good. You know, just been uh, on the on the job grind still. Um, Getting close, though. <sighs> yeah, hope. hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Been, yeah. been enjoying, uh, you know, the, the basic life of at-home living in COVID times. Mm. Um, yes. I think... I think for a lot of us we can kind of say that that's uh been a been a new journey with food and our bodies yes um, that seems absolutely. to be kind of a common theme that i've heard for not just from youtubers um but also just from from friends who i catch up with they're just like wow like i didn't realize how big of an impact having to stay home and not not knowing what to do with my time would make me turn to different coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I think for a lot of us, it was, you know, Animal Crossing, like we we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for um, a lot of us, that's been food and being upset that we haven't been as active as normal. Um, and how do you motivate yourself without being able to be in a large group of people? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's really challenging piece of, of, uh, quarantine life, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I absolutely feel that with, like, just having this difficult relationship with, it's hard to want to better yourself when you feel like the world is in such a horrible place. It, yeah. Um, it's hard to reconcile that. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's I don't know. It it seems like you're you're just kind of like, "Well, why should I why should I spend time focusing on myself and taking care of myself when there are people who have it way worse than me?" Mhm. Um but 
in reality, you know, we need to be taking care of ourselves. And I think there's a lot of people who are learning, wow, I really wasn't taking care of myself before COVID. And I thought I had everything handled, but it turns out there's all these issues that I was just forgetting about because I was so busy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And now you don't have the time and you're like, oh, wow, I really do reach for, you know, the candy bars or, you know, um, foods that don't make me feel great when I don't, when I'm not happy or, you know, Mm -hmm. when I need comfort. Like, there's a lot of, a lot of things bubbling up to the surface for a lot of people. Um, and the way that we handle that is, is really interesting. Yeah, there's tons of different stress coping mechanisms. And one of them that I'm very guilty of is like comfort eating. Like, yeah, when I'm too. sad, I, all I want to do is just eat food that I enjoy. And for me, that's things like French fries and pizza and hamburgers and chicken. Like, I, um, like chicken, like fried chicken, or right. <laughs> not the kind of chicken that's good for you. Um, but so I, all I want to do when I'm sad is just eat those things. Yeah, and I and later on, like after I eat it, I just I feel bad, and like in two ways, I my mm-hmm. body feels bad because right. I ate something that doesn't make my body feel good, and yeah. my head feels bad because I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I eat those things that are not good for me? Yeah, there's you know, a like, shame. Should, there's a shame yeah. component to it. Exactly. So right. it's just, it makes me feel bad twofold, which is just not not great. But that has always been something for me. Like the pandemic, yeah. I think, has made it worse. Mm-hmm. But that has always been an issue. Like yeah. in college, I I feel like college is a lot of the time where people realize that they have all their choices that they can make for themselves with food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they get themselves into trouble. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> Why is there an ice cream mach- machine in the in the dining hall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually had a really interesting experience because my university did not have a dining hall. Uh-huh. Um, so I did a lot of grocery shopping and eating out, which uh-huh. was bad. Right. Because um, I would just, I would get pizza all the time from like a local place. I'd get fast food and I just, I'd, A, I'd spend a lot of money on it and B, it just wasn't good food for me. And I ended up gaining, like, I went into college weighing about 150 pounds. I gained, like, 30 pounds in a semester. I don't mm-hmm. know if that was the way that I was eating or if that was the stress that I was feeling or what. But I gained so much weight mm-hmm. um, freshman year first semester. And it yeah. just wasn't good. Like, I, I was planning. So I went to a university in D.C. and they do this thing called an inaugural ball. Um, for when a new president is inaugurated. And I went to school starting in 2016. So I was going to the inaugural ball of um, now former President Trump, not to celebrate him, but just to go to a party. And then I was planning on wearing my prom dress because I had just worn it for senior prom in the previous spring. And I was like, oh, it'll fit. So I go home for winter break to get it. And obviously just to hang out at home for Christmas. And I tried it on and it didn't fit. And that made me feel awful. Yeah. Um, Because I was like, it's only been like six months Mm -hmm. from when I wore this dress and it doesn't fit. It didn't even come close. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, what happened in six months? You know? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I had to run out and find something else to wear. And I ended ended up finding a really, really cute um, jumpsuit to wear. And I liked it. 
but it still made me feel like not good about myself that I couldn't fit into my prom dress only six months after I'd worn it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Clothing. I I have to say that clothing, it has always been my number one thing that made me feel bad about myself. Um, like, okay. So it, it, okay. This is really interesting to me because I look back at pictures of myself at these ages and I'm like, why did I think I was so unattractive and large? <laughs> I feel that and, too. You know, not to say that being large makes you unattractive. I want to um, put that out there. But, you know, I, at the time, felt like I had this, like, huge belly that I didn't want. And, this like, you know, just, like, I don't know. And this this was from a very young age. Like, I've dealt with this from a very young age and my my grandmother was like bless her heart she's very well intentioned she she's um she she was a seam a seamstress and she would always be like oh well we need to um modify this so that it covers your chest more or it needs like just to be more modest it needs to be a little bit longer it needs you know and so Mm -hmm. it had this connotation of like we need to hide your body because it's shameful and not because of my weight I don't think but then on top of that she wouldn't just do that she would also um come with me and my mom to go shopping especially for like school clothes and stuff right Mm -hmm. and so I ended up, like, wearing clothes that were larger than my, like, cohort of, like, like-aged <laughs> children <laughs> mm-hmm. at, at a certain point. And um, I was so upset because, like, there were always clothes in the little girls section. I was like, I want to wear those, but they don't, like, nothing fits me and I'm so sad and stuff. And so they are like, well... You know, T, I think you need to, we're going to go to the junior section. And I was like, I don't want to go to the junior section. I'm not a scary teenager. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to wear their clothes. And, but like, that's how, what I had to do to get into, to like, find clothes that fit me. But the, the issue was that that was in the early thousands and all of the jeans were like so low rise (laughs) and like your belly just hangs over them and so Mm -hmm. if you don't look like britney spears then you know you don't look good in them like it was just not a good time for anybody Mm -hmm. um and i don't know especially like preteen age into like until they stopped going shopping with me really (laughs) like i would always end up feeling so awful about myself after going clothing shopping but i loved clothes i loved fashion i loved designing things and all of that but then when it came really came down to it i would go in excited and then come out of it just totally distraught and feeling like i looked like absolute garbage (laughs) you know um Mm -hmm. which would then have me go home and sneak food into my into my room and hide it and you know like because I knew I was going to be made fun of for eating it. <laughs> but I wanted the comfort and I wanted nobody to know that I was doing that. You mm-hmm. know? So it's just... 
and then you know i would have to clean my room and my mom would see like oh you have all these wrappers in your room like why are you hiding food like just ask and you can have it but i was like but i i literally don't want you to know that i'm eating it mm. <laughs> you know like it was just just very sad because i look at myself i look at pictures for myself at the age and i look fine <laughs> you know so it's just it's a real shame that it wasn't that my that my family was trying to make me feel like crap about myself, but they really were uneducated about what it really takes to raise a confident little girl, you know, mm -hmm. with a healthy relationship with food and their body. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and that, that's only like one piece of it. Um, but yeah, like that's 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 pretty much a really big you know, starting point for that and comments like, um, you know, oh, don't eat so much bread because then you're going to get a big butt like mommy has. Mm -hmm. Or did you even chew your food? It looks like you just inhaled it. Mm. But in reality, you guys are giving me like empty carbs that are not filling me. They're not satiating. <laughs> like, you know, the issue is in what they're feeding me, not in me and so but it may always made me feel like there was something wrong with me you know mm -hmm. yeah I think that's a real challenge when you're 18 and you're struggling with body image and weight is that it's not it's sort of about you <clears throat> but it's also about what your parents are eating and yes so it's it's a more it's more difficult than it first appears like my family has always not been super skinny like mm -hmm. that's just not the way that we're built as people right. so i never expected to be super skinny mm -hmm. but like i just i have distinct memories of always being the largest friend and like yeah. i wasn't even that big i was a size like 10 12 mm -hmm. like i wasn't even like super large but i always felt huge because all of my friends were like four six Yep. Like they were also single small. digit numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, and they would trade clothes with each other. And I always like, I wouldn't be able to do that because oh I, I was too big to switch clothes I, with people. I feel that. Yeah. So that wasn't fun. And they tried to make me feel included. Like they would like, we trade like hats or, you know, scarves mm -hmm. or, or things like that. But it just, it wasn't the same. No. As being able to just easily trade clothes with your friend and be like, oh, that top is really cute. Can I borrow it sometime? Like, it just... Right. Yeah. And I went shopping with my friends, too, and it was just hard because they'd be getting, like, the small or the medium, and I'd be looking for, like, the extra large at stores like Forever 21 where the extra large is, like, finding, like, gold in a treasure chest. Well, either that or you would, you would go to find it, and then you'd try it on, and it didn't fit. Still, yeah. because it's like, like the vanity sizing is just ridiculous. Mm hmm. So, like, that would be bad. I learned quickly never to try on pants at Forever 21 because oh they my just God. would never fit. They're not made for, for anybody who has curves. <laughs> yeah, they're not made for people. I'm convinced that they're ma made for some alien people that don't exist because they never fit. Um, and so I only tried on tops and dresses from forever 21 just never pants 
like you just quickly learn I quickly learned these things like when I would go shopping with my friends or when I just Mm -hmm. go shopping in general that like things weren't gonna fit and if I was going it was mostly just to have fun and hang out with my friends not really to realistically look for clothes (laughs) right and yeah, I did yeah. have fun with them. And, and and my friends didn't, like, they didn't try to make me feel bad about myself. They always would tell me nice things. Uh-huh. And be like, you're super pretty. I love this, the way this looks on you. Like, you know, they were very sweet. But it just wasn't enough sometimes for them to be it, sweet. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're not actually able to be included. And if you're not, like... I don't know. Like you just don't. You just don't feel included. Like I, I more so had that had that experience with my volleyball teams. Um, like I was very active, but little did I know that I had. Well, one, I had you know issues with eating, and then two, I um, didn't know that I had a hormonal disorder, <laughs> um, which was essentially making it that much harder for me to maintain a lower weight. Um. But I, in high school, ended up going through a whole thing, which, yeah, I ended up losing, like, 50 pounds in a year. Whoa. Um, My freshman year of high school. And I was just sick of being the biggest girl um in on my volleyball team. Like, I was sick of it. I was like, I'm, you know, I don't think I'm being taken seriously. And I essentially starved myself. Um, Like, I was still eating one meal a day, but I was, you know, um, I was not eating enough for, especially for how active I was. Um, And Mm. I really, I really did feel good about myself once I was at my, you know, my lowest weight, which I think was, that was, it was a healthy weight, honestly. Like, it's not like I became super skinny or anything, but I became a weight that felt comfortable. Um, and so once I did that, then all of a sudden my teammates were like, oh yeah, like when we, when we go to, um, when we, when we go to a hotel for like a tournament or something, we should all go swimming. And I'd be like, oh my God, I do not want to wear a swimsuit in front of you guys. Like it's bad enough that I wear skin tight spandex outfits. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't want you to actually see like majority of my <laughs> body more. Um, and one time I forgot my swimsuit, and or I like didn't I didn't bring a swimsuit, and so I was like, oh, if I don't have a swimsuit, can't go swimming with you guys. I'll just chill out by the pool. It's fine. And they talked me into going to like Walmart or something to get a swimsuit. Mm. And so my mom went with me and with, like, two of the girls. Um, and they were about my size, honestly, at the time. Um, and they talked me into getting, like, a string bikini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you like, love friends who just managed st- to convince you to make <laughs> stupid decisions? And you're like, why did I do this? Oh, my gosh. A string bikini. And so I'm like, okay, like, and I wore it. And I actually, like, you know, if I... If I had any pictures of me in it, I probably would have been like, yeah, I look good. But, like, now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, at the time, I was just so self-conscious of my stomach. And so I was like, oh, like, I don't know. But 
they talked me into wearing it and I don't know, they hyped me up and mm-hmm. so I had it and and then later, you know, it ended up being like way too risque. Um mm-hmm. and so I got rid of it, but you know, it's just I don't know. My my volleyball friends were definitely or my teammates were definitely like the ones who were more so like the skinnier types, but then I had another um close friend who was my size actually she was just petite um and so we we commiserated over that and i think that was pretty helpful honestly yeah it it's helpful to have somebody to talk to about it and relate to it i didn't i didn't really have anybody who was um my size amongst yeah. the people that i talked to like i didn't do sports i'm not an active person um that's one thing that i've really I personally have struggled with is this idea of body positivity while also being critical of actually having healthy habits. Cause uh-huh. I know that I'm not a healthy person, but just mm-hmm. because I'm not a healthy person doesn't mean that I have to despise the way that I look like, right. but I know personally that I should try to be more active and actually try to lose weight. Cause there's no reason that I can't, I don't have a disability that makes it so that I can't be active and I can't eat yeah. better. Like I should try that. So it's a difficult balancing act for me. But like in high school, I did theater, right? So I did lots of auditions and and whatnot. And I just quickly realized that I personally didn't look like a leading actress mm. for roles. And I just kind of accepted that I wasn't going to be picked for like a romantic lead. Mm-hmm. My director, who I loved, I, I do. I still have a soft spot for her, even though a lot of people didn't like her. Um, I, she typecast people in certain roles mm-hmm. and my friend was constantly annoyed because she got, co- um, she got typecast as like the sexy one. Like she played like the sexy love interest, like three times in a row. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> um, but I was <laughs> Big just like, yikes. <laughs> but I was like, girl, like you're like, that is like, I understand that, that might annoy you, but that's also kind of a compliment. Like I'm never yeah. going to get like that kind of role ever. Mm-hmm. I don't look like the the uh the sexy one who is having the attention of the dudes like i don't look like that sure and so i'm never going to get to play that and that's one thing that is difficult to realize when you're an actress or an actor is that sometimes you just don't look like how the role demands you you don't fit the physical attributes of it even if you think you could do a great job um so that was difficult to deal with um but Overall, I'd say that I actually, I have a pretty, nowadays I have a pretty healthy relationship with the way that I look. Mm -hmm. Um, In high school, I was the same way with swimsuits as you. Mm -hmm. I hated swimsuit shopping. shopping. I still hate swimsuit shopping. I, but in high school, I only wore one pieces. And not just Mm -hmm. one pieces, I wore one pieces with skirts. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I was so, I hated the way that my body looked, that I I didn't want it to be in a two-piece. I didn't even want it to be in a one-piece where people could see the tops of my thighs. <laughs> uh-huh. The, yeah, the invention of the tankini with a skirt was like a godsend. Mm. Because I hated having to, like, take off my whole swimsuit to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I'm so glad that there's now a two-piece swimsuit that covers, you know, gives me the the, like, security more (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i so yeah i only wore one pieces with skirts and nowadays i found this perfect swimsuit for me 
like I love it so much is like it, it is a tank top type top but it doesn't go all the way down like it's cut right below the boobs but it, it's a really high neckline so it goes almost all the way up to my neck with a zipper uh-huh. in the front it just feels really secure right and then I can wear like black um, high-waisted bikini bottoms and it uh-huh. looks great and I feel comfortable um, and I'm like comfortable and showing secure. my stomach now like yeah yeah because like high-waisted bikini bottoms were not a thing when I was like looking for no swimsuits they t- it was yeah. all low cut and oh. they all looked awful because uh, yeah. you know stomachs exist. So yeah, I now with my wasted stuff, it's much. I'm much more comfortable showing off. What is it called? The Taylor Swift midriff. I guess <laughs> like you I know the know. area like. Oh okay, it's like the area above your belly button, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that that area, I'm very like comfortable like showing off in a swimsuit. So I do. Sure. But swimwear has always been something that has been extremely uncomfortable to yeah. look for. I wanna I wanna touch back on something you said a little bit ago, which was um, mm-hmm. talking about the bo- body positivity movement and um, y- you know kind of this idea of being like healthy at any size and like loving yourself um, and so I've been I've been really diving into like criticism of this world and also how I can implement better ideologies for myself to have a better relationship with myself and with food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so technically it is health at every size and the concept of it is actually not how it's being interpreted by many people. The, the concept is that you, no matter what size you are, healthy things are things you can do for yourself right so it's not necessarily that just because you're like that you are healthy at any size it's actually that you can do healthy habits so you know just because you're a plus size person doesn't mean that you can't move your body it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy a salad um but it also (laughs) means that you can enjoy things like pizza without shaming yourself for eating them. Um, Mm -hmm. So something I've been doing is just more neutrality. So, you know, even if I don't feel the best about myself, I would rather feel neutral (laughs) than hate or be like, oh my gosh, I'm so fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like maybe I'm not going to be, 100% in love with myself every day. And that's okay. You know, like, we're humans. But at the end of the day, like, eating a slice or two of pizza is fine. You know, like, so it's all about balance. And, um, you know, I'm not going to eat 100% healthy every day. And it's not this all or nothing mentality, right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, last night, my boyfriend and I got pizza, but I also had a salad that day. <laughs> you know, I had, um, you know, like, I balanced the day, th- you know, through I balanced what I was eating throughout the day because I knew what was going to make me feel better. Um, and not not even emotionally, just like 
Like, how can I take care of myself? How can I treat myself like I would my best friends? You know, like, if I were to be feeding you, <laughs> like, making food for you, how would I, how would I, you know, encourage you? What would I make for you? What would I encourage you to eat? Like, what would I, how would I take care of you? How would I encourage you? That's, that's the mentality that I want to treat myself with because I'm really good at taking care of other people but I'm kind of crap at taking care of myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's in every avenue, you know? So really just living by the idea of um, treat yourself like you would your best friend has been really helpful for me in all of these avenues. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting take on it because I've never thought about it that way, mm-hmm. but that's actually a really good idea. And One thing that I do want to touch on while we are talking about this is that I mentioned earlier that if you are young or you're living with other people, your food choices are not necessarily your own. They're in combination with other people. Yes. And if that's the case, that can make this changing your habits more difficult. Totally. And that is something that you can recognize. Like when I was a teen, I blamed myself for not eating well. And it, uh-huh. when it wasn't entirely on me, and it wasn't entirely on you either, as you talked about, like, right? It it's difficult, and that's one of that's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to moving out is that I really want to be able to make my own choices again. Yeah. Um. Like I I made a lot of my own eating choices in college, and I didn't make the right choices most of the time. And I mm-hmm. want to try again to eat better. Like one of the people that really inspired me to eat better is my roommate, who I hope is listening to this episode. Um, my my old college roommate who hopefully we're going to be living together again soon but she just has really good healthy habits that she follows in terms of her food she'll pull out like when she thinks about food she's like okay I'm going to think about what vegetable I want Mm -hmm. and then like maybe I'll throw a sauce on it and then I'll do a bunch of these other things and she'd like and she just had so many good ideas when it came to eating. Like, she'd let me eat her food yeah. sometimes. And I'm like, this is delicious. Like, you made healthy right. food that tastes delicious. Like, I want to try to follow more of that kind of mentality. Yeah. That sounds very similar habits. to what I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I just, like, was inspired with living with her. I was like, you are such, you are so much better at this than me. Because <laughs> yeah. she'd, like, roast a ton of vegetables and I'd be making uh-huh. pasta. <laughs> Like, you know, just like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's such a better idea. You can have pasta, just throw some veggies in it. Like, I know, but I just wasn't that creative. (laughs) I know. This idea of of additive nutrition, um, gentle nutrition, is giving, not thinking about what you're not allowed to have, what you can't have, what you shouldn't have. It's not about that because that's really triggering to you. It gives you a, a scarcity complex in your head and your thing like your everything in your your natural um biology is telling you oh my gosh you you are going to starve if you do not eat these things like you like we need to eat these and then it causes you this like this stress that you may not even be aware of necessarily um and that's what makes you then go, ah, oh, screw the diet. I'm going to go eat this, whatever. But when you when you think about, all right, I want to have pasta today, right, for example. I'll just throw in some, some like, greens, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, there's some, you're adding fiber, you're adding vitamins and minerals, you're, 
you know, like, and you don't even really taste it. It cooks down, like, you know, so thinking, how can I add a vegetable to this? How can I add more protein to this? Like, mm -hmm. you know, those are the kinds of things that you can do that's just gentle and you're still eating really delicious food, but it's good for you and you can, you know, eat it without feeling like you're telling yourself that you're bad and, you know, like... Or, you know, feeling awful <laughs> in, in any of those ways that we've discussed previously. Yeah. Like, just just a little something to take care of yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need that pasta. <laughs> it's funny that because I, I just mentioned pasta because I know a bunch of college kids out there can relate. Pasta is cheap and easy. <laughs> it you is. Buy, it's you buy a whole I bunch make... of pasta. <laughs> I make spaghetti so often because it's just easy and it's. It, like it's a quick meal to throw together and you know i can i can throw spinach in it and it's fine <laughs> like exactly you know? when i was like this is getting a little off topic but when i was in college i would just buy a ton of pasta and pasta sauce because yeah. i didn't have a whole lot of money and that was really easy to just yep. buy and make all the time so hey yeah. it works <laughs> yeah so I think so. we have wrapped up our conversation today on body positivity and food. So I think we should transition into silver linings for the week. So T, what is making you happy? I'm so happy that the snow is gone in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> There's color and now I can design again and I'm excited about it. So. I'm mm -hmm. just excited to have my my game back again. <laughs> so yeah, I really love. I love winter until January, and then I'm over it. So mm -hmm. I'm happy about that. For some How background, for for oh, some background ahead. for people in uh, Animal Crossing, the snow has been on the ground in the game since like mid December, and it just melted. And so we're like, huzzah, green grass. <laughs> yes, you can see green grass again. But yeah, for me, what is making me happy is also video game related. Um, it is the five year anniversary of Stardew Valley. It has been five years and I just checked how um, when I bought it um, on Steam and I actually bought it in May of 2016. So it's not quite fi my five year anniversary, but it's five years of Stardew Valley being in the world. And that just means that this world has been a better place for five years. <laughs> and that makes me happy. <laughs> it feels like it's been around for so much longer. <laughs> I know. It feels like it's been around forever. Yeah. And with that, thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can find new episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we can be found at at guio.pod. Please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself too. And remember, growing up is overrated. <laughs>